0: Coming up on today's episode, every business, every company that has a thousand five-star reviews, it started somewhere with one. So get your first one and then get your second one and build from there. But it's going to have to start at first with you really and honestly speaking to your patients and telling them how important this is. Welcome to Boolean Review Podcast, where the highest rated dentists in the country tell us exactly how they do it.
1: Thank you, everyone, for joining us on another episode of the Boolean Review Podcast, where we sit down and interview the highest-rated dentists in the country and have them tell us exactly what it is they do, the processes in their office, and how they have gotten to the level that they are at now. Today, we are joined by Dr. Joshua Austin. He is a restorative dentist from San Antonio, Texas. And he actually goes around and speaks to dentists about reputation management in particular. Um, And he's a member of the Seattle Study Club, which is a network of professional dental study groups that's dedicated to ideal comprehensive dental care. He is a wealth of knowledge. Currently on Google, he has over 270 reviews and he has over 60 reviews on Yelp. So um, there's something in here for everyone, whether you are just starting out with reviews or you have quite a few, there is um, some very solid processes and information that he dives into in this interview. So before we get into the interview, I just want to say a quick reminder uh, for anyone listening to this, we are really trying to ramp up our presence on social media primarily so that you can engage with us a little bit easier. You can find us on Instagram, at Boolean Review. Uh, you can you know see what's coming up next. We're going to release little quotes and tips and tricks throughout the month. And in addition to that, we've also started a new series that we're calling Boolean Basics. And it is within this same podcast. If you look at the titles of any of the episodes, you will see a basics uh, and then some phrase or, or question afterwards. The purpose of those episodes are bite-sized chunks of these longer interviews that you can take and use with your staff. So if you don't have time to listen to an hour-long episode that dives into every single detail that a dentist has used um, in growing their practice, you can just jump straight to these basics and answer, you know, get the and get the answer to the specific question that you need answered. Um, And then lastly, obviously you can always visit our website, BooleanReview.com where you can check out a number of free resources that we give away and also stay up to date on the latest blogs and other articles that we're releasing as we continue to do these interviews. Hope you enjoy. Let's jump into this interview with Dr. Austin. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Austin. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So why don't you tell us uh, kind of how this all got started? You have 270 reviews. Um, how did you do that? Sure. Uh, My name is Joshua Austin. I'm a restorative
0: dentist in San Antonio, Texas. I uh, opened my own practice nine years ago, Um, have been practicing since 2006. Um, And when I opened my practice, it kind of coincided with the time that Google and Yelp reviews kind of became a thing that uh, could happen or that, you know, customers could leave. And uh, I started to notice that as I got a new review here or there, my phone rang more and more. And so pretty quickly after noticing that I started focusing on this and trying to get more and more reviews and, and, you know, eventually it kind of turned into, I guess something that I'm kind of known for. So, um, you know, here we are today, right place at the right time, I guess.
1: Okay. So it's, there's a lot of dentists out there that are probably like in disbelief that you're claiming that nine years ago was when reviews mattered because there are a handful of dentists that are still trying to hang on to the belief that uh, they don't need reviews or they're not affecting their practice or whatnot.
0: Yeah, so I you know, I noticed about nine years ago was the first time uh, that I ever kind of noticed when you Googled a business that the Google reviews were right there, right? So even before that, there were kind of other little sites. I remember Dr. Oogle was one where, where, where patients could review dentists and, you know, kind of, uh, they have some weird, uh, policies as far as like dentist advertising there. And it's really anonymous. There's no name or anything associated with anything. So that wasn't a great site, but it was not too long after that, that I noticed like if you Googled my practice name, which I did all the time to kind of see where I stood, um, and and where I I was on on search you know engine optimization and all that kind of stuff, it was about nine years ago that I noticed like hey there's these things called Google reviews, and I started noticing that when my number went up, I would get more phone calls, my phone would ring more, and so, you know just from focusing on 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 trying to get more of them, uh, that meant more and more new patients in the door, and it's to the point now where I have you know, about, let's see, so we we track everything as far as new patients coming in. We get around, uh, for the last four years, uh, I have this data on, we get 22.74 new patients a month from Yelp and 25.66 new patients a month from Google. Um, So, you know, that I I just, I find it hard to believe that there is a kind of practice out there in any spot in the country, uh, rural, suburban, urban, anywhere, you know, young demographic, old demographic, I don't care. I I would just find it hard to think there's a practice out there that some sort of review platform doesn't affect their
1: practice. Mm. And I mean, obviously it's, you don't know that it's affecting your practice because you've never done anything about it. If you have yeah, if you, you have five reviews, how, how like obviously people right. aren't calling banging down your door to schedule an appointment.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean it just, you know, it it it's if you don't know about it, it's affecting your your practice in a bad way and it's just something, you know, I'm not saying you need to spend 2 hours a day messing with it and you know, checking every review site and all that kind of stuff. But you need to do some sort of things to to some infrastructure kind of things, so that when a new review gets left on one of the big important sites, you get a notification, so you get to read what's there. You got to know what's out there about you. You got to you know make sure your photos are up to date, your hours are up to date, your website phone numbers up to date on all these places. Like you just have to do a little infrastructure work. That's really all hmm. it is. So it's a lot of work ahead, of, or you know, it's it's a little bit of infrastructure work, and then once you get those systems in place you know, it's, it's a little bit of work here and there. It's not, it's, this isn't something you have to spend two or three hours on, you know, a week to make this happen. This is, is just little stuff,
1: um, about Mm. knowing what patients are saying about you. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Right. So what is the culture of in your office regarding reviews? And I'm curious both from like the staff's perspective of them and also like patients perspective of them.
0: Yeah, for staff it's pretty easy for my team because they see how important this stuff is because they're talking to patients the same way I am asking them how they found my office and the the answer is almost all the time because your reviews are great. And whether or not they read that review on Google or Yelp, it doesn't really matter. You know, that they see the effect that that reviews have on the practice by the number of patients that are sitting in the chair because of them, right? So that was easy for for you know, from a team perspective to sell that to the team is like, they could see it for themselves. It wasn't me telling them, they were observing it. Um, Mm. as far as for patients, you know, I, yes, it's I'm 39. So, you know, when I need to find a physician, when I need to find a orthopedic surgeon, when I need to find a neurologist or whatever specialist, you know, I ask people that I know who are physicians, um, I, people younger than me don't do that. You know, they they look on Google, they look on Yelp, and it actually always surprises me that older patients too find us on Google and Yelp. So, you know, it's either people that just moved here and don't know anybody, or don't want to ask, or that's just what they do for finding businesses is checking online. And so, you know, it's probably not how I would find someone to put in an implant in my skull, but. I I see it you know twenty five times to twenty five to fifty times a month um, that that's mm. how people pick their professionals I see it with my own two eyes,
1: hmm. and um were there one of the questions that I would say I just just got done with a demo today and the the doctor said I need a software <laughs> this is a quote where I can control the negative reviews so I can yeah. make sure that, you know, no one sees it or I can respond or whatever. There's, there's just this enormous fear everywhere in the dental world, um, about negative reviews. What do you like? I don't, what are your thoughts on, on negative reviews? Negative
0: reviews can actually be a decent thing. Like you don't have to worry about it all that much. Um, I call it the Reese's peanut butter cup effect. Sometimes a little salty mixed with the sweet, can be a really good thing, right? So if if you're looking for a restaurant and you find a restaurant in your city and they have 5,000 five-star reviews and nothing else, would you wonder, like, is there something going on here? Like, what is this manufactured? What's happening? How is this even possible? You look at, I'm a foodie, so I, I, I love to look at um, like famous, you know, three Michelin star chefs and their restaurants and uh look at what their yelp reviews are you know like french laundry is a great example french laundry is you know probably america's best restaurant it's uh in yountville california uh, which is right outside of napa thomas keller's their executive chef he's probably america's most famous chef right now and if you look at their yelp like they have a ton of one-star reviews it, it, that you know but there's tons of data that shows that people respond better to businesses that have four, seven, four, eight, uh, or four, nine, and then they do 5.0, um, from mm. a star perspective. Right. So getting a negative review is not the end of the world. Um, as, as long as it's like, you know, 10 or 20 five star reviews for every one star review, you know, you, you're pretty good. Like you don't have to worry about it too much. Um, negative reviews sometimes can tell you about a system that doesn't work in your practice. And, fix it. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it can be constructive criticism. Like I get the fear, but sometimes it can be a good thing. Sometimes they can make you better. Right. So that's great. Um, and at the end of the day, like, you know, if you have one one star review and 10, 15, 25 star reviews, everything's going to be fine. There's no one that's going to not come to your practice because of that one, one star review. So you know, I, I, I think, you know, obviously keep them at a minimum. Um, I think, I think replying and responding to them is an important thing. Um, and I think using that and taking that criticism, if there is something there that can make your practice better, use that and get better, fix your system that's broken, whatever it may be.
1: Mm, That's great advice. Yeah. I think, uh, there is, I don't, I, I was, I've been trying to figure this out. And as a dentist, I'm curious if you, if this is If you can relate to this or validate this, but I feel like if I'm a business owner and I own a restaurant and someone leaves me a bad review to you know the you know downtown Avenue Diner or whatever, um, and it's a one star review and they didn't like the pancakes, you know, that's a little I can detach myself from it a little bit more than when my business is called you know Chris Kiefer DDS, and I almost feel like. It's like a personal attack on me or something is that do you have you thought about that or do you think that's part of the issue with dentists is there's a it's hard to distance yourself from it or realize that it's just a it's just someone's opinion
0: yeah, i mean you know dentists are dentists are um we're used to or we we have to see our own failures a lot right, and so that's part of what is hard about uh, dentistry is that, you know, you see stuff that you did every day. Um, you know, that was, you know, three, five, seven, ten 10 years, 12 years ago, that's starting to break down and needs to be redone or something you did breaks or crown comes off, whatever. And so we kind of assume these defensive postures just to start the day. That's just kind of how we get through the day and seeing our own failures. So the idea of an online review, that's, that's, critical of our dentistry or whatever, I think immediately gets sort of thought about in the vein of, they don't know how hard this is. They don't know, you know how hard of an environment the mouth is to work in and how hard it is to work on, you know, people that aren't sedated or under general anesthesia or whatever that are just under local. And, you know, it's just an immediate defensive posture. And, you know, I mean, you're like, I know that I'm not the right dentist for everybody. You can't be all things to all people. And when you start getting in trouble is when you try to do that, right? Like I have a very specific, you know, demographic of patient that I want in my practice, and and that's not everybody, and that's okay. Uh, on some of the face, the dental Facebook groups, uh, some dentists have posted some screen grabs of some one star reviews they've gotten, uh, where the the patient left a one star review because they don't take Medicaid. Like, please give me a one star review that says I don't take Medicaid. <laughs> Because I don't take Medicaid and that's like nothing against somebody who takes Medicaid. If, like, if that's your practice model, that's fine, but it's not mine. And so I don't want patients who have Medicaid because I don't accept it. Right. So that's totally fine. That's not my practice isn't going to close down because I have a one one star review that says, oh, they don't take Medicaid.
1: Like, great
0: that like that In fact, w- that's
1: probably the best one-star review that you could get cuz it's not even attacking your dentistry. It's just Absolutely. acknowledging to the world, "Hey, don't contact me if you ta- if you have Medicaid." And as someone that if I'm not on Medicaid, I can look at I'm going to read the negative reviews anyways cuz that's what I that's what we all do as consumers and immediately right. be like, "Oh, I don't that person's issue doesn't affect me. Right. I'm going to call this office."
0: And and most of the time, your negative reviews aren't going to be about your dentistry. Rarely are they about mm-hmm. your dentistry. You know what they're about? Almost mm-hmm. always,
1: Money. they said I
0: was going to have to pay this much, and the insurance didn't pay whatever, and so I had to pay another 120 bucks. Right? That's yep, yep. that's what negative reviews almost always are, or they're that, or there's something about you know some kind of miscommunication with somebody at the front desk about something that that's what one star reviews are about. They're not that you know, Oh, uh, my occlusion was high. That margin felt a little bumpy. The prep was a tapered a little bit more than five degrees. Like, (laughs) you know, it wasn't a true chamfer margin. Like, no, that's not what bad reviews ever say. They never review your dentistry. It's about the way that you and your team made them feel while they're in your office. It's the same way for positive reviews, for five-star reviews. If you Mm. look at my reviews, they're, they're mainly about like people in my office Colleen was great my teeth feel great after she cleans them she's so friendly she's so nice blah 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 has nothing to do with how anesthetized they were how beautiful my class two preparation was how great my rubber dam isolation was has nothing to do with that it's everything to do with the team and the way the team makes them feel while you're there while they're in your office
1: awesome. Um, so speaking of negative reviews, one of the things, and I saw this when I first met you back at, um, I don't even remember what conference it was at. It is I went Yankee. on and was looking at your Yankee dental. Yeah. I went and was looking at the, uh, your, um, uh, Yelp page. And I don't think I've ever seen a dentist do this before, but you have a three star review from back in January, 2017, um, very, you know, like you just said, the person says, had had a teeth clean, it was good, bad, they told me I was in network and it was a lie. I'm going yeah. somewhere else. And you responded to this, do you, maybe this is something you, you do quite often, but you said, could you please give me an email directly and then you put your actual email for the world to see so I can investigate this. I want to make sure this is right and we give you the best experience possible. Like yep. that's something that as a consumer, I'm like, whoa, like this, this dentist is serious about this. And like, I, I now like, I, I just think that that's an impressive, um, action to an unsatisfied patient on, on an online place. Guess who I never heard from? Never heard from. That person. <laughs> never even, never once. they yeah. ne- uh-huh. they
0: they almost always are just looking to complain. Like people like that just want to complain. They don't really want to fix a yep. the problem. They just want to complain. So if you just respond in something like dignified and nice and sweet and tell them like hey way I like I want to take care of that you're never going to have to deal with it again and then you're right people read it and they're like oh wow okay like this this office really cares that that I have a good experience right so it's a, that's like a win win for for like I look at that as an opportunity right for for the mm-hmm. practice and and it's a cheap it's a it's a cheap score it's an easy layup for me cuz I know that that guy's never going to email me
1: right and i think the other thing to, that's another just topic and speaking of negative reviews uh, that i like when you see offices that have hundreds of google or yelp reviews the Like I tell everybody, the four negative reviews that you have are getting read 10 times more than all 280 other of your five-star reviews because people want to know what's the worst thing that's ever happened at this dental office. Yeah. And then the next thing that they read next to all those negative reviews are what did you do? What did the business say? What was the response? And I think that that's like you're saying the... Accept the fact that not only are you going to get negative reviews, but it's not the end of the world. And it actually can be a really positive thing if you respond in the right way. And, you know, in this case, I thought that was really, really um, not, I mean, bold, but not even it's like you the the amount of the minimal spam that you potentially have gotten from doing that, I think, as completely outweighs the number of patients that saw this and were like, wow, this guy's serious. Yeah. And-, and when I
0: read negative reviews, I immediately just sort of roll my eyes at, you know, whatever like hater person is, um is, is writing the one star review. Like even if it's for a restaurant I've never been to or whatever, and if it's got more good reviews than bad reviews, I immediately just assume that the person writing that one star review is a jerk and like their expectations are too high and they're just... You know they're just a they're just a pain in the butt person, right? And so I think most people are the same way. Like that's the reason that people read those um, those one star reviews first is because they're like kind of halfway like in their mind rolling their eyes at the people that write those, right? And they don't want to be mm-hmm. that that person. So that's just a very typical thing that I have found. I have found the vast majority of dental patients aren't negative. That's not how they are. Like it just. You know, it just isn't, they're not looking to cause trouble on things like that. It's such a small percentage of people that will go in and write a negative review like that. Um, that, right, that it right. just is something I, I almost, it's not that I don't worry about it and don't deal with it when it comes up, but like the advantages of playing this reviews game, which it is, it's totally a game. Like the advantage of playing this game far outweighs the negatives of like, what if someone leaves you a negative review? It's mm, total, totally like yeah. it, it just it's not even close like it's it's not even a zero sum game like it, it is a game that the advantages so far outnumber the uh, disadvantages that it's like silly to me that somebody wouldn't be interested in this and want to make sure that they're doing everything they can to get a hold of these patients who are looking for their dentist this way.
1: So, I think some dentists dentists feel that there this is just kind of another thing that they have to worry about. Like you mentioned this this is a, the it is a review game. Tell me a little bit about that and the, you know, why why play.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, why play is is because of the advantages of of you know, marketing is is for the last 20 years marketing is something that we've had to do, right? Um, you know, for some reason, it seems like there's some perceived golden age of dentistry, I guess in the eighties or seventies or something where you didn't have to market and patients just showed up and were ready to do dentistry. Um, I don't know because I didn't experience that, right? All all I've been told is that that was a thing that happened. And so I, I don't know, I've lived in the age of marketing and marketing has been a part of what we have to do. The problem with marketing is that it's expensive and you don't always know what's effective, Right. So with this, like this doesn't really cost you anything. All you have to mm-hmm. do to play this game is be good at what you do. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be Frank Spear or John Koyce with a handpiece. What that means is you're nice to people. Your team is nice to people. You show that you care, which we all care. You wouldn't be doing the dentistry is too hard and people who don't care, get out of it really quickly. So if you have a practice and you're working like you care, You may like, you know, we may like to joke around and and amongst our our colleagues and friends that are dentists and, you know, talk about how patients annoy us and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And insurance is terrible and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, we all care. So if you show your patient that you care and you and your team are nice to them, like you're going to build and you ask your patients and you make it simple for them to leave your reviews, you're going to get reviews and that is from what i found the most affecting market most effective marketing that there is so instead of spending a bunch of money on seo and adwords and yellow page ads and billboards and all that kind of junk all i have to do is just do this so this is like taking a bunch of the pressure off of me from running my business because this is the marketing that i do and that has like basically brought my marketing budget down to like very, very little, just some small internal marketing things that we do. And it's made me not have to worry about all that other stuff that some of my colleagues that are in super duper competitive areas are worrying about like, okay, how long am I going to do a billboard and what do I need to do here for my AdWords account and there? And Mm. so it, it just has, it just has changed really everything in that type of, of, of respect of, of yes, I know it feels like just another thing. Like the state board says you need to take a blood pressure and you have to take a photograph Mm -hmm. for the insurance and you got to do this and you, you have to have a HIPAA compliant email to email something to the endodontist or the periodontist, you know, for your patient and all this and that and this, but like, this is something that like takes the marketing stuff out of your hands. Like you don't have to do it anymore. Your patients are doing it for you just like the old days of word of mouth. The only difference right. is is that instead of just telling the three other people that they played golf with on Thursday about how great your office was, they tell literally fifty thousand people who will read that review in the lifetime that it's up, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's still word of mouth. It's just the voice carries much further now than it ever did. So I actually think it it takes stuff out of there out of the dentist's hands as far as like the marketing and all that stuff that we've been worrying about for so long.
1: Is it Can you say that reviews are the modern day word of mouth referral
0: to me? They are. Yeah. Do I still get like, Oh, my wife comes here and she set up an appointment for me. She said I should come. Yeah. I still get that. I still, you know, I still get 10 to 15 of those a month. That's still a thing and that's not going away, but you know, it used to be like, Hey, you know, uh, consulting companies used to say like hey you know tell tell have a sign out that says you know the most valuable gift we can receive is the referral of your friends uh family and and colleagues or whatever right and it's like this is the same thing it's just that people don't go back to their office or their sewing circle or their bridge game and talk about their dentist they just go to google and yelp and do it there mm-hmm. right like that's that's yep, how people yep. work today um, yep. so it's just changed that game just And it's not so much that dentistry's changed or dental marketing's changed. It's that people have changed, right? Society has changed because of the proliferation and the um, uh, just full integration of the digital and internet connected lives for everybody all the time, right? And that this is one of the side effects of
1: that. Another topic that is brought up a frequent amount is, was there like a period of ramping up and getting your staff to understand, you know, what or how, um, they need to be involved in even mentioning or bringing up the topic of reviews in your office?
0: I talk about it every day. (laughs) Now I'm a freak because I lecture about this stuff, right? So it's always on my mind and I'm always thinking about it. I, go out on the road to Seattle study clubs or, or whatever and talk about this stuff like 25 times a year. So it's something I'm talking about all the time with my team. So there's just a constant discussion about this. And I do a lot of different things. Um, it's a standing rule in my office that anybody in my office that gets, uh, mentioned in a Google or Yelp review gets a $5 bill in the morning huddle the next day. So $5 like is not that big a deal. You know i have a, a stack of five dollar bills i go to the bank like once a month and just get you know a hundred dollars and fives um and you know and like you can't even buy like five dollars is a cup of coffee basically right but a new chris five dollars bill in a dental assistant dental hygienist or dental front desk members hands like for some reason that just motivates them you know it, it, like crazy i don't know why and i think part of it's the recognition in the huddle in front of all their colleagues right but Um, Hmm. that's part of it, right? So they get a $5 bill in, in the huddle, they get a good job. And and I usually will read the review, um, so that they know who it's from and that everybody else can kind of hear it. So they can hear the same kind of things. Um, and then in every day in the huddle, I in the huddle by saying, never let a compliment go to waste. And so the point of that is that you know, we get compliments all the time. And, and I don't mean like we, like my office is so great and better than everybody else's. I mean like the royal we, like every dentist gets compliments every day from patients and your team members get compliments and you can leverage those compliments into somebody leaving a review. If you use that opportunity, I always say it's like an alley-oop pass. Like if a patient compliments you, it's an alley-oop pass to ask them for a review, um, and so that's what we do every day. That's, that's the way we do it. If we get a compliment, um, we ask for a review. We just have simple systems in our office where we ask patients and we make it easy for them. And if you do those two things, you're going to get reviews.
1: Hmm. I love it. Yeah. I think that that's the, uh, the, there's so much interest around, well, I guess I need to first say, I'm so glad that you said the compliment thing, because I try like, the number of, time, number of times that we've gone in to train a staff to explain, you know, how should, we, how should you be asking, I, I turn the focus to the, you know, if, you, if you're putting the pressure on yourself of like, I don't know how to ask for a review, I almost feel like you're thinking about it the wrong way, or I feel awkward asking for a review, because if you just, what we tell people is just ask them how the experience has been, like, how are things going? You know how how have you liked coming here for the last six years or whatever? They're going to say something nice about you, assuming that you're a good practice. And then, as soon as the compliment comes, then just do, like have a have a an approach or a tactic or a like a your canned line of like. Man, that makes me feel so good to hear that. Or I really, really appreciate you saying that. Is there any way that you could share that so other patients in the future could like understand the experience that you've had from us? Like that's the that's the best way to um, to steer the review. But I I think that line, "Never let a compliment go to waste," is a fantastic reminder for um, and just a better way to think about it as opposed to like you know, Dr. Austin says, ask every patient for a review. Oh, <laughs> don't like, ask every like patient. Like that's not the, <laughs> it's just like, wait for the opportunity to present and then don't let it, like don't just watch it go by. Like Absolutely. they're they're begging to do something. So um, would you agree that getting the first 30 reviews or, you know, 25 reviews or 40 or whatever that number is, is much harder than getting the next 100 or 200 or 300 reviews?
0: Yeah, because you've got to set up your systems, right? So, you know, whatever that system is. And so for me, you know, I kind of told you what, what it is for me. It's, you know, asking, it's, you know, treating people well, um, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I, You know, once you get your systems in place, and like I said, that system can be whatever, uh, whether that be, um you know bird eye or envision stars or any of those podium any of those out there that's fine whatever it is like getting that in place is the hardest thing and then recognize that this is something that you want to address and something that you want to build those are like the hardest steps once you get that going you you, you go from you know your your hardest ones are your first 10 and then you get those going and then you get up to 30 and then once you start going up to, up above that once you start getting into the higher ranges You start getting patients that are like review centric, right? So if someone found you with reviews, they're also more likely to go back and then leave a review after they've been to your office, right? Because they obviously Mm. like place importance on that. So, you know, then, then they sort of, it kind of becomes like a a rolling stone that gathers moss as it rolls down the hill, right? It becomes bigger Mm. and bigger and bigger because you're gathering this forward momentum. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Those first 30 are going to be the hardest. And then from there, you know, you, you, you build and you build and you build, and, and it just becomes this machine that kind of keeps feeding itself, which is really great. And, and that's really, you know, the key is to get there. You get your systems in place, you know, you get everybody on board with it, how important this stuff is. And then it's, you know, you water it a little bit, you feed it a little bit. It's kind of like a chia pet, like it then starts to grow.
1: <laughs> right right um do they even sell chia pets they do
0: i saw that they've got one uh available for christmas now that's the dustin oh. from stranger things chia pet which is oh, an nice. unbelievable uh cross-marketing there and uh <laughs> i kind of want one because awesome. dustin's my favorite character uh, by a long shot
1: so this is another big topic yelp does Yelp hate dental offices? No, but dentists absolutely hate Yelp. A
0: hundred percent. Like <laughs> across the board, uh, people hate Yelp uh, or dentists hate Yelp. And it's it's for a different, it's for a few reasons. Some things I get, like there's some things that Yelp does that I obviously don't like. I, I'm not an unabashed, unapologetic, you know, devotee of Yelp, but I also understand why people don't like it. And there's some things that I don't like either. Um, they, they filter out reviews, right. That, that aren't from people who are trusted Yelpers. And so that frustrates Dennis because Dennis know who these patients are. They know that they're authentic reviews yet Yelp is skeptical. And so that makes Dennis not like Yelp. They think they're singling Yelp out. Then there's also these rumors that Yelp will kind of like hold your reviews hostage if you don't, uh, advertise with them, which I've, you know, which there's never been any proof of. There's just been accusations, but no one's ever been able to prove it. In fact, Um, You can Google, and I'm trying to figure out what the name of the article to Google Google is. I think it's, uh, if you just Google, is Yelp extortion, Um, you'll find, you know, some articles um, that were done by, like, independent people, Um, you know, uh, like, New York Post and things like that, Uh, different, like, business journals um, that talk about how Yelp is not extortion. Um, and that certainly people have accused them of being extortion, but there's never been a, a successful lawsuit from a business owner against Yelp that has proved that Yelp does any extortion. They have kind of their ad- advertising side, you know, where they try to get you to buy ads. And I get it. Like dentists don't like getting phone calls from companies trying to sell ads, but there's somebody that works at Yelp that that's their job is to call and sell you ads, right? Like it's no different than Dentsply or 3M or any other company that has a rep. They That's how they make their money is by selling you stuff. So they come to your office, right? Like that's just the game. That is what it is. Don't like, that's not independent. You know, that's not something that only Yelp does. So I don't understand why 3M, you know, doesn't get any slack for having reps, but Yelp does. Um, Right. They filter out reviews from people who aren't trusted Yelpers. Well, if you think about what you would do if you were going to leave a fake review for somebody, you would open up a new Yelp account. You would not upload any information really to it upload a profile picture you wouldn't use it very much you would go leave a five-star review for yourself or a one-star review for the person down the street and it would be relatively short and then you'd move on and if you did all those things like your reviews that review is going to get filtered by yelp because it seems fishy and it seems fishy Mm -hmm. for good reason we just never think about that right so when you look at yelp kind of as a whole like yeah they do some things to try to protect consumers from being misled by fake reviews one way or another and yelp filters Mm. out just as many one-star reviews as they do five-star reviews and so you know it's just something that yelp does that being said like that means i don't send patients to yelp to leave me reviews because if you send somebody to yelp to leave your review and they've never used yelp before they sign up for an account and leave your review and that's the only review they've ever left there's a 70% chance that that review is going to get filtered out and do you no good so if that's the mm. case where is it much more valuable for me to send somebody to leave a review Google right Google doesn't do any of that you've got a Gmail account or a Google ID and you're in so mm. that I you know I get why dentists hate Yelp but that's just kind of the Yelp game so Yelp doesn't if you go read the Yelp Terms of Service it says don't ask people to leave you Yelp reviews. They want them to happen organically. They want someone to be a Yelp user, to find you on Yelp, to go see you, them to have a good experience, and then them organically go and leave your review. And that's how all of my reviews from Yelp have come. Um, granted, right, I've got right. 68 something reviews that are published, and I've got another 68 or 70 that are filtered. I never even look at the filtered ones because it doesn't right. do me any good to look at it and dwell on it. Um, they're, mm. they're filtered for some reason, you know, I don't know why um, they just are. It is what it is. And, you know, I, I don't have any control of it. There's nothing I can do to, to change Yelp's decision on those. Um, so I just don't ever look at my filtered reviews, to be completely honest with you. But every other dentist does, and their blood pressure goes way up every time they do it, and they get really frustrated. And I just tell people, like, mm-hmm. just don't go look at them. Just look at your overall Yelp score. Go read a review when you get a new one, and that's it. Like, that. don't worry about it any more than that.
1: Right. Right. Do you, um, with Yelp in particular, it looks like you do pay, um, for some, one of the, like their basic advertising yep. packages to like not allow other people to advertise on your page. Yeah, that's
0: pretty much it. We have a very small plan where it's like pay-per-click ads for the month. Um, and it, it just enough to keep it's basically, I pay just enough to keep other dentists off of my page. When someone finds my page, there's no other dentists on there. Um, and that's it. And that that price of what that costs to be able to do that varies per market. So if you're in San Francisco, it's going to be more expensive than it's going to be in San Antonio, right? So um right, you know, right. you just need to talk with somebody at Yelp to to get some more information on that. That's really the only marketing budget that I have. Other than I I pay somebody to do some social media posts for me um from time mm-hmm. to time, but that's pretty much it. You know, I don't do any other marketing. That's all I do. I don't do any AdWords, I don't do any SEO. I I have a website obviously but I don't even consider a website to be marketing anymore. Mm, to me it's yeah. it's in, it's, it's a... infrastructure, right? Like it, it's a utility. It's a utility the same way electricity is utility. You couldn't run a practice without electricity or water, right? That's how all I feel right, about right. that's how I feel about a website. You, you can't run a a pra- you can't have a practice without a website. And that's another thing that's great about all of these, you know, uh review sites is that In order to like get a bunch of hits on your website for cosmetic dentistry in your city or veneers in your city, that costs a lot of money with Google to like get into the top three or five for those types of words. But when people find your Yelp and and Google reviews that way, which is much easier to get very high and it doesn't cost anything to do it, then they get to your website, which is where you want them to go. That's where you control all the information. So mm. I, the number one referral sites from my website when I look at my Google Analytics are from Google Reviews and Yelp. That's it. Like that's where people find my website from. So you know, it, a good chunk of my website traffic comes from there. So that's kind of the journey. That's what I, like the prospective patient journey is. They Google some sort of term and they then they start looking at either Google Maps Or Yelp, you know, the Yelp maps or the Yelp lists, and they find your Mm -hmm. practice based on the number of reviews and the number of stars you have. Then they look at a few of the reviews, really quick perusing. They look at the number of overall reviews you have, the overall number of stars you have. They'll look at a few reviews. They may sort by highest rated and read a couple, sort by lowest rated and read a couple. And then they click on your website. Once they click on your website, they'll click around a little bit there, read about the dentist, look at where the practice is, the contact us, and then they call to make an appointment. That's the journey. That's what you want them to do. Um, and so I have just found that the biggest driver of people to my website are review sites. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. That's another analytic that justifies this approach. I'm not having to pay somebody to direct people to my website. I'm getting people to my website for free from Google and you.
1: What is more important when it comes to reviews, the quantity or the quality of the reviews?
0: God, it's really both, you know, if you think about it, like part of it just depends on where you are, right? So you talked about kind of the average dentist who's got seven or nine reviews or whatever. So if you're in, you know, let's say Dallas, Texas, and, you know, every city in Dallas, Texas has, you know, at least two dentists on every major corner, if not three or four. So if the person around, you know, across the corner from you or around the corner from you, you know, has nine reviews, then you need 11. You know, that's what you know. You need a little bit more. If you right. if you open across a highway from me, you know, you got to deal with me. And, and that's unfortunate. Um, I think, you know, quality is obviously important, but quantity is just going to depend on where you are and who's around you. So that could change drastically based on the people in your area and the person around you. 30 reviews in some areas may be killing it, maybe crushing everybody. And then in some places it's like you're not even a tenth of what they have, right? So, you know, it, it just kind of depends. You obviously have to have good content in them, but knowing that, hey, not you know, no one's going to read through all 280 something reviews I have, right? It's just right. Uh, the only one that's going to do that is me or my mom, right? That's it. <laughs> right, right. So, and then at some point, oh, I, so so it. From that respect, I think quantity is important. That being said the few that they decide to read on those ones that they decide to read quality matters. Right. But from an overall perspective, I think volume is maybe a little bit more important, but you need to have a few good ones that like really tell a great,
1: compelling story. Right. And I've, there's a few um dentists that I know of that there there's kind of this big push to get to, I don't know, an arbitrary number. Like you're saying where the, Maybe the guy down the street has a hundred, so you get to hundred and thirty and you're like, "All right, and then I watch them and slowly over time they're they get like one review every three months um Now, I don't think that that's necessarily bad; they're still maintaining their star rating, but are you aware of or i don't know if you've if there's any way to even measure or track this um what are the whats what's the negative impact potentially of basically stopping getting new reviews after a while like is it is it possible that we could like have a campaign in our office to like get to 200 and then like all chill and relax and just be happy that we made it i mean you know if you're shooting for a number to compete
0: with somebody around you fine but remember they're probably still building more too so if you get to a certain number and then just stop like you're giving them a chance to catch up and or build a bigger lead in front of you so I think it needs to be kind of a constant thing, and just needs to be in a constant system of what you do. You never really want to let your foot off the gas. Maybe you have a really concerted effort for three, six, nine months or something like that to really build up a certain number, and then maybe pull back a little bit. But you need that trickle of reviews in. So if you see ten patients a day, and I mean that's that's a small amount for an average practice. I would feel like when you if you have a hygienist going, she's seeing five, six, eight, nine patients on our own, then plus the, the patients on the restorative side. If you're like me and you have two, three hygienists on a certain day, you know, there's days when we have fifty people in and out of here. If you just at, you know, if you ask the ones that compliment you and even one eighth of them give you a review, there's no reason why you couldn't get a review a day if you have that if you have, you know, twenty to thirty patients in and out of your office every day. So right. it needs to be a constant tick or constant drip as well, because there is something to be said, and the the evidence supports this, that people place more weight on a review that was left recently. So if you had 250 reviews, but haven't had a review in nine months, some of that gets discounted a little bit because the patient looks at the most recent review, which is most of the time, the first one that they see. And if it's from nine months ago, they start to wonder like, is this place even still open? Right, did the move? doctor move, right. or
1: maybe the staff's all different now? Yeah.
0: So I'm not saying it needs to be a full on blitz all the time, but you need a, a you need a drip coming in, and if you motivate your team, however you want to motivate your team, whether that be with a little monetary bonus, whether it be with you know um, you know punch card to get a spa day, whatever. I mean, there's a million things you can do to motivate your team to leave uh, or to get reviews if you just get a little trickle of them in, they stay fresh, you stay on top of things and, and you don't get, you don't have that chance to get stagnant at stuff.
1: Mm. And I think the best, uh, like you said, maybe you do have a, a blitz or a campaign for a while, but I think maybe one of the best piece of advice that I've heard you say is just, um, first of all, you know, never let a compliment go to waste. And then the second thing that I you mentioned briefly, but it seems like this would be important. I I think it's I think it's really critical that the that the dentist or the owner of the business really has to be the one that believes it or believes that it's important to have a trickle. Because as soon as the person at the top kind of is like, ah, eh, whatever, it's it like the the employees know and the employees start like. Like there's no reason for them to keep charging forward and, you know, bending over backwards to in you know, when someone compliments to ask them to leave a review if the person that's running the business doesn't even care.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I, I, I think when this stuff really starts to click for owners is when they can like say, Oh, well, we don't need to do this marketing thing that costs X number of dollars a month anymore, right? Like, once that happens, and once you get a bonus because you're not having to pay a billboard company or an SEO company hundreds, if not more than that, a month, like it's really easy to catch on with this. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it, it everything comes from the top, right? And every system comes from like, what do you prioritize, right? And so, um, yeah, if 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 the effort stops and it's not corrected from the person in charge, like that's just Pavlovian behavior, right? They just go back to the old ways of, of not, of not continuing to ask. Right. And it's such a simple thing to ask that, you know, it, it, it just, it becomes second nature, especially like when you mention it in huddles, it doesn't have to be every day. Like, like crazy me does, but once a week, you know, mention it in a huddle once a week, like, Hey, let's try to get a review today. Let's try to get a review today. Once a week. Even if you did that, you're getting fifty a year, right? Which is great. Right. Like so, we, even if you pick one day of the week, like say Wednesday is our day, we're gonna try to get a review today. One, one review on one Wednesday. <laughs> right, it's right. so easily doable. That that bar is so low that that at the end of the year, that's fifty. So, right. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's, it that's take like much.
1: four times more than the average dentist. Right. right now.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. so it just takes like, it's, this is such a minimal effort. I think, I think people get confused into thinking like, oh, we got to get a review from everybody that walks in the door. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Even if, if you asked everybody to walk through the door, you would, if you, uh, out of every hundred patients, you would get eight, eight people will right. follow through. Right. So you don't mm-hmm. need to do that. Just strategically ask the people that you feel like you can count on for it. And if you ask a couple of them, chances you know, chances are you'll get one. If you just blanketly blast everybody asking for one, that's when it goes down to 8%, right? So ask the people that are really happy. Ask the people that are your stark raving fans. You see these people every day. Ask one of them right. a day. One of them a day. That's it. That's all it's going to take. And if that one of them a day turns into one in a week, after a year, you'll have 50. And after two
1: years, you'll have 100, right? And it just builds from there. Right. Um, awesome. You mentioned a number of, uh, tools to track, um, reviews or, or keep you informed. Are there any, um, like, I'm sure you've probably gone through and tried a number of different things, but as of like, I guess I'm interested in like long-term maintenance sort of thing. Um, what are the things that you, um, have found really valuable in, um, just staying staying aware of what's happening with your reviews online. Are there any tools that you like?
0: Yeah, it's super simple. Just claiming your profiles. It's like claiming your Google profile, claim or claim you know claiming your business under your Google account. Hmm. Doing the same thing on the Yelp for business owner page, claiming your account. If you do that, then down, each of those those companies uh, has an app for Google. It's called Google My Business. For Yelp, it's called Yelp for Business Owners. And you just set it up to notify you anytime you get a new review. So that so the notification comes straight to your phone. So I know I'm going to know about it when I get a new review. I don't have to go check it all the time to see like, oh, what's new? Is this one here before? I don't know. And I'm not paying anything. That's part of just the service. And you should have mm-hmm. claimed your pages anyway because you want to upload photos and you know put your hours on there and your categories and your services and you make sure your address and phone numbers right and all that good stuff, right? So... It's a step that you should have already taken. If not, you need to do that. Go claim your accounts and then download the app and just set up the app to notify you when there's a new review. That's standard uh, features on both of those. and You can do the same thing for Facebook as well for your, your practice Facebook page so that you get a notification when something happens on your page, whether that be a new review uh, or whatever. Like that's That's how you want it set up so you don't have to check it all the time.
1: Awesome. And then the the very last question I have, um, you may have already um, answered this in, you know, in various ways, but this is I think this is just going to be super valuable for a lot of offices that are, you know, let's say less than 20 or let's just say any offices that any office that has never even tried to implement some sort of process. So I'm going to give you a scenario and you can tell them what you do. If you were given a practice and they're like, all right, Dr. Austin, here's your new business. You have a brand new website, a new Google listing with no reviews. What would your steps be when you just open up the doors for your new practice to get new reviews?
0: Sure. So I would make my first patients that came into the office, however, they found me, whether it was from driving by or they found on Facebook ad that I was running or whatever, the first patients that come in, I would roll out the red carpet for them and make them feel like the most important people in the world and give them a great experience. And then I'd ask those first few people, number one, to, ref, you know, hey, if you've enjoyed your service here, please, you know, your family, colleagues, loved ones, you know, whatever, please send them our way. And also, it would really, really benefit us if you could leave us a review on, on, uh, you know, Google or Yelp or whatever. And, and I, I would just say Google, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even start with Yelp. Um, and then I would just start from there, just like very organically telling people how important this is to us as a business. And that's how you get the ball rolling. Like that's how it starts is you have to make personal pleas to people um, that uh, are your first few patients. And that's how it started with me when I started my practice. And that's how it's built, you know, and and every business, every company that has a thousand five star reviews, it started somewhere with one. So get your first one and then get your second one and build from there. But it's going to have to start at first with you really and honestly speaking to your patients and telling them how important this is and how it would really help you out. But they're not going to want to help you out if you didn't take really great care of them. So it starts with that. Give them a great experience and then leverage them to leave your reviews, refer their friends and families, and then it starts from there.
1: Hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Austin, for uh, coming on today today what if, uh, if anyone listening wants to get in touch with you, uh, how would you recommend that they do that?
0: They can check out my lecturing website, Austin dental Uh, they can also find me anywhere on social media at Joshua Austin, DDS, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, any of those, uh, that's where I can be found.
1: Awesome. Well, again, this has just been super valuable. I'm, uh, stoked to, to get this out to people and, um, yeah, just really appreciate your generosity and, and taking the time to do this. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Good luck. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode with Dr. Austin. Hopefully, it was valuable for you. If you gotten anything useful out of this, send a note to Dr. Austin or send us an email. Find us on Instagram, at BooleanReview. And again, just a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Sky Media. That's S-K-E-Y-E. They are a digital marketing company that focuses in the dental specialty world. So they work with endodontists and oral surgeons primarily. If you know an oral surgeon or an endodontist in that field, send them to Sky Media. Their website is S-K-E-Y-E dot media. Thank you guys very much. Have a great one.
0: Welcome to Boolean Review Podcast, where the highest rated dentists in the country tell us exactly how they do it.